Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fantasy Talks, a show with hard hits, but even harder questions. We're going to get right into this episode, so let's do it. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to be going over the people that I think are going to be best for fantasy. Now, these are not the best players by position. This is the best players for fantasy. So we're going to be going in this order. We're going to be going running back, wide receiver, quarterback, kicker. Sorry, defense, then kicker. Um, because that's the order that I like to draft. Of course, there's other positions mixed in there. You're going to take like two, two running backs and maybe three wide receivers or maybe three running backs and two wide receivers. Um, so these are just the best ones that if they're available, you would need to 100% go for them. All right, so let's get right into it. For running backs, I already have this all planned out. I don't even need to look at the list. I don't need to look at anything else. The number one most valuable running back for fantasy because of points is Alvin Kamara. So... Some of y'all are probably like, what the hell? Why isn't he going with Derrick Henry? Why isn't he going Dalvin Cook, CMC, Saquon? You know, why aren't you going with those? Now, CMC is also another person who I'd say is a great pick, but because of injury problems last year, I'm a little bit scared of him. Um, let's be. Let's look at the difference between Derrick Henry and... Um, okay, so his points for the 2020 season were 333. And Alvin Kamara's were three hundred seventy-seven. So already a forty-point difference um, in favor of Alvin Kamara. So that already point puts me up more. And if you look at the roster changes that happened this year, who's going to be used more, Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara? Well, let's take a little deep dive here. The Titans have just signed Julio Jones in the offseason. That's freaking massive. Seen as some believe he's a top five wide receiver. I believe he I don't believe he's a top five wide receiver because there's five others I'd put above him. I believe he's top ten, but he for twenty twenty one, but sorry, that's a whole different argument. I'm getting really sidetracked here. Alvin Kamara is on a team where Michael Thomas won't be playing until November. They had to cut Emmanuel Sanders. So their number one wide receiver is probably Troy Smith. And also, look at your quarterback. This is not Drew Brees. Okay? This is not Drew Brees. We have Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. Both of those guys, not great passers. Jameis is a good passer, but he doesn't complete them a lot. So if I'm Sean Payton, I'm saying, what the heck, guys? Let's... Let's tell Jameis to run the ball a little bit more, seeing as we have a top five running back in the NFL, my opinion, top three from for 2021. Alvin Kamara is a dual threat running back. In most people's leagues, you're going to be having one point per reception. One point per reception. For rushing yard, you're probably going to get like 0.1 points. So let's think this through here. Does Derrick Henry catch a lot of passes? No, he doesn't. He's not a dual threat running back. The reason he gets so many points is because he's able to break tackles so easily that he gets you know massive amount of yards. Alvin Kamara can do that too. 
while also being a dual threat wide receiver. A dual threat running back, sorry. So, overall, in my opinion, I believe he's over Derrick Henry in that regard. I think he's a better fantasy running back. So, I had the first overall pick in one of my leagues that I just recently drafted in. I took him first overall because I had the first overall pick. I think that's a great pick. There's no th- there's nothing wrong with that. So if you have a top three pick, or top four even maybe, you need if he is available, you need to take him. He is the best fantasy running back this year. He's going to get a lot more points, in my opinion, this year than he did last year, unless he gets injured, which I don't think he will. Okay, now I want to move on to wide receivers and who I think is going to be the best fantasy wide receiver this year. This doesn't mean best wide receiver overall, but this means best fantasy wide receiver. You get a lot of options here. This is one that's going to actually be pretty hard for me to decide. You have Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, the DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is going to be much better this year, but he's definitely not going to be the first wide receiver that you should take. By the way, if you're getting a wide receiver you better have, like, the ninth pick or something. You Like, the only time you should be taking a wide receiver in the first round is when there are no good, like, no great running backs left. And then you should be also focusing on wide receivers in the second round unless you got one in the first round. Um, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, all those guys. But personally, in my opinion, I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a great year. But if I have to go with someone who I think is going to have the best year because of points... I got to stick with to, to Old Faithful here. I got to go Devontae Adams. I've been saying for a while that he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. He had 358 points, uh, and Tyreek Hill only had 328 only. That's a lot of points. Uh, DK only had 271. DeAndre Hopkins only had 287. And now there's a lot more wide receivers on that team who will be taking passes from him. Um, and the run game is going to be a little bit better in my opinion. It, he's going to be a first-round pick. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Once the good running backs are gone, people are going to take him first. So unless you're like 7th, 6th, 8th, something like that, you're not going to get him. But if you are in the first round and there are no good running backs left, you got to take Devontae Adams. I'm telling you this right now. It's just it's just smart. That wide receiver core, Alan Lazard, I think, has had ish injury problems in the past, and he's honestly not that good, but he's decently good. So I, I'm just, I mean, Devont, there's nothing wrong with Devontae Adams. He's going to play. He hasn't been injured yet. Stefan Diggs is questionable. Let's see what that injury is all about. He missed Monday's practice with a knee injury. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, is not going to get as many catches this year. I mean, there's nothing with picking Ty. There, there's no problem with me. Uh, there's no problem if you take Tyreek Hill. I mean, that's a great pick, but I would take Devontae Adams over him. I th- I just think Devontae's going to have the best year out of any wide receiver bec- uh, in in regards to points. Okay, um, moving on to quarterbacks now. Who's going to have the best year out of cornerbacks? Okay, so usually people will take in the first round Patrick Mahomes. He had 374 points last year. There's Josh Allen, who had 396 points last year. There's Kyler Murray, who had 378. Lamar Jackson had 332. Not great, not bad. Dak Prescott had 135 last year. He was injured, though. Aaron Rodgers had 383. Justin Herbert had 332. Justin Herbert's a great pick, but he's definitely not going to be your 
number one sight set for quarterback. Uh, Patrick Holmes, I have to go for quarterback. Uh, Kyler Murray's definitely second for me. Kyler Murray's someone that I've been having my eyes set on for a little while now, and I'm hoping in my next league I can draft him because I really do like Kyler Murray a lot, and I think he's going to be – he just keeps improving every year that he's been playing. Um, we saw a massive improvement from the first year to, from, to the second year, um, and now he, he has an even better wide receiver core. Uh, and he's a runner too, so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going Kyler Murray over Patrick Mahomes, but I would recommend going Patrick Mahomes over Kyler Murray. This one's going to be short. We're talking about tight ends here. Who's the best tight end of the league? Travis Kelsey, who's the best point, who who gets the most amount of points per tight end? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey had 312 points last year as a tight end. As a tight end. Darren Waller had 278. George Kittle had 125. He was mentioned for most of the year, though. It's not up there. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had 175. Mark Andrews had 170. So a tight end hitting 300 point, 300 points in a season. This guy is that means he's getting wide receiver point numbers every week. So uh, and also he was like top five receiving yards as a tight end this year. I mean the guy's just a beast. There's no reason he shouldn't be your tight end that you're looking for. He's a guy that if you have a later first round pick, like maybe you're in a 14 man league and he's available and all the good running backs and good wide receivers are gone, you got to take him because he's basically a wide receiver with his skills. Okay, now we're talking about defense. Defenses aren't a massive part of your team, but sometimes they can come in clutch for you. So you got to look at um, if the team's good at getting sacks and if they're good at getting interceptions and fumbles and stuff like that. So you, uh, there's the Buccaneers. They don't get a lot of interceptions, but they get a good amount of sacks, which is, of course, a point. Uh, the Steelers get a large amount of sacks and a good amount of interceptions. The Steelers is a great defense to pick up. The Rams lost some backfield help, but they're going to get a lot of sacks because of Aaron Donald. Ravens defense, of course, they get a lot of good interceptions. Um, but overall, if I'm going to tell you to pick any defense this year, if I'm going to tell you to pick a defense this year, I'm going to tell you to pick. This this pains me to say. It really does. It really does pain me to say. You got to go with Cleveland Browns. Now, they didn't have a great fantasy season last season. They only had 80 points. But, you know, for defense, I got to go with Cleveland Browns. There's a reason I'm going to Cleveland Browns here. Um, they got help with cornerbacks, which they didn't really have last year. They uh, got some guys from the Rams, which is why the Rams – which is why I'm not huge on the Rams this year. I'm still going to be huge on them because of their uh, Aaron Donald situation and Jalen Ramsey. But um, if I'm thinking about um, interceptions and sacks, you got to go to the Browns. They have Miles Garrett. Uh, they've got pretty good corners, and now they got good safety help. And um, who, who did they just sign in the offseason? Who was that that they signed? He was from the Titans. <sighs> Let's see here. Go to teams, Browns.
There's Sheldon Richardson, of course. That's not the guy I'm thinking of, though. What's his name? Brown sign. Jadavian Clowney. That's his name. Okay. Jadavian Clowney's going to be helping a lot with Miles Garrett getting sacks. They're going to be a really, they're going to be a top five defense this year. And I believe they're going to be getting a lot of points. They're going to be in the 100 point mark. To finish off the episode, we're not going to go too in depth about kickers. Just go to Justin Tucker. I mean, he's probably going to be available in the later rounds. He's a beast. You got to go Justin Tucker, in my opinion. He's the best kicker in the NFL right now. So you got to go him 100%. I don't think the Ravens are going to be getting too many touchdowns this year. I don't believe they're going to make it to the playoffs, honestly. But we can discuss that later. Um, I just don't feel like the wide receiver core is good enough. The rushing attack might be, and I really hope it is because I drafted J.K. Dobbins. But, um, I mean, they might make it to the playoffs, but I don't think I don't think they will because the competition is just going to be too hot in the AFC North. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but to go Justin Tucker, in my opinion. Thank you all so much for watching this episode. This concludes my first podcast. Now, this is not going to be the best one that I do. This is the first one I'm fine. I'm trying to figure out how all these things go. Um, after every week of preseason and then of course when the regular season hits and that people start actually getting points i'm gonna for preseason i'm gonna be taking you through who i thought shined during this preseason week um in the games that i watched and also the stats that i'm looking at and then during the regular season i'm gonna be going through injuries and all that different stuff and um if you're in need of like a running back for example i'll tell you which running backs might still be available in your league and stuff like that that you could really help you out to might be stepping up as a player in that position. So that concludes this podcast for today. And I'll see you all in uh, the coming episodes. Um, I believe on Thursday I should have an episode out or maybe Friday. All right, see you.